This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Comic Book Click is on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse today and become a Patreon. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. Hello everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano aka The Don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason, it's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by ComicBookClick.com and as always I am never alone sir if you could please introduce yourself. Back again, back again and it's Cloudus Maximus. Cloudus Maximus is here. Uh, and, you know, we had to take a break from all the Batman talk. We've been doing a lot of Batman talk recently. Lots, lots. What is taking you so long to see this movie, sir? Um, shoot, dude. I, I, so I want to see it with the fam, right, okay. of course. Um, but the thing is, I can never find tickets. I wanted to do dining, the di- oh, dining okay. theater, but I just can't. I just can't. Batman is hitting. Some fancy, as, as the, like. As, uh... as, the, as the kids say, Batman is hitting. <laughs> trying to do one of those fancy Alamo draft house kind of situations. There? I mean, if I'm a, I'm, if I'm gonna do it for Batman, I'm gonna do it for Batman. You know, that makes no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but we wanted to talk about another DC property that was blowing up all over the internet right before the Batman started to monopolize the headlines. We're here to talk Peacemaker today, season one, because it's already been greenlit for season two already. Mm-hmm. Over the success of this alone. There's a lot to talk about, first and foremost, so I'm going to get the homework out of the way. Peacemaker, eh, like I can't even speak today, bro. Peacemaker is an American superhero television series created by James Gunn for the streaming service HBO Max based on the DC Comics character Peacemaker, uh, who first appeared in Fighting Five, number 40, in November of 1966. Uh, he was created by Joe Gill and artist Pat Boyette. It is the first DCEU television series and a spinoff from the 2021 film The Suicide Squad. John Cena stars as Peacemaker, reprising his role from The Suicide Squad. And we also have Daniel Brooks, Freddie Stroma, Chuck Woody Iwuji, Jennifer Holland, Steve Agee, and Robert Patrick also starring. Um, turns out James Gunn conceded Peacemaker after noting Cena's strength as a dramatic actor while filming The Suicide Squad, and he wrote all eight episodes while completing the film during COVID. Which is, I mean, that's what yeah. that's when you're motivated, right? Like he was in the yep. zone for this. It <laughs> was like this is exactly the kind of thing I wanna I wanna uh, tackle. Were you surprised when you found out that this character of all the characters in Suicide Squad was getting their own show? Uh, yeah. But in in a in a sense, and kinda, because I wanted um um I expected um I expected I expected what's it what's his face um Bloodsport no uh he was he was um considered in in my head though but um 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 no flag oh you thought a Rick so, flag show yeah I, th- I thought flag good? was gonna get a show <laughs> interestingly um, enough I think flag would have fit right in on this show. 
Yeah. I totally think he could have been any of the, you know, any of the members on the team. Um, but sadly, spoiler alert, Rick Flag loses his life in 2021. And um, one of the things I heard about this series uh, from James Gunn is that he conceived the entire series off of the last thing that Rick Flag says, which is peacemaker. What a joke. What a joke. Yeah. And so that's the idea of this entire series. What if he really was a joke? What if to everybody else on the outside, he was a joke and he starts to kind of realize it and starts to kind of realize, you know, the error of his ways. Um, you can't talk about this show at all without talking about the opener. <laughs> I think it's one of the things, <laughs> honestly, it's one of those things that blew up all over the internet when it dropped. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really like the opener. I only skipped it once. I skipped. I it. saw, um, I saw the opener. I saw the opener once because everybody online um kind of made me over it. Can't lie. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It's awkward, right? That's the whole point of it. Like it's awkward yeah, to be yeah. awkward. Um, I only skipped it once. I skipped it in the episode where you found out what happened to his brother. Mm-hmm. And it because it just felt really weird and uncomfortable. It turns out that's exactly what James Gunn was trying to do on purpose. He, he literally left it. He remember he can put the uh, the theme song anywhere. He puts it while he's in the bathroom, like going through it, thinking about his brother. So yeah, Gunn really knows he has a twisted sense of humor. You know, some of his bigger um, or some of the projects where he had more independence are a lot bloodier, a lot gorier, a lot mm-hmm. you know. Um, but still, this was, this was this was this was this was pretty much perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of makes me perfect, wonder if this is down. the. It kind of makes me wonder if this is what he thought Guardians should be, or if he ever, you know, like is I mean, this Guardians I, without the without the restraints of Disney and you can't say. I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna say that I was, I was gonna say that maybe it's just without the training wheels, you know. Not to yeah. even not to downplay Disney or anything, but you know. No, I mean they. I think they're thinking of their youngest uh, fans when they think of something like mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. So they are, you know, trying to make sure that no one is basically um, cut off from being able to watch their stuff. Um, DC doesn't seem to care. I mean, we're gonna get some the Batman themed HBO Max releases sometime soon, and uh, so they're working on a completely different operating schedule than disney was you know for a very long time they were seemingly trying to catch up and do what disney was doing but it looks like what they're going to do now is they're going to put all their money in hbo max make your money on in the movie theaters and then get people to subscribe to watch these shows um you remember the whole drama with guardians and 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 the old tweets and stuff right guardians yeah yeah of course course, getting fired brought on for suicide squad so you know i make the joke constantly on this podcast that they were romancing my man james gunn you know they found out that marvel kicked him to the curb and dc was like what you want you want your own show you want your own movie yeah you can do whatever you you. want bro whatever you want and um his guardians is supposedly his last uh you know marvel project and Mm -hmm. it will be the last guardians film with that team so seemingly he is going to be making something else for disney soon that was what the man said himself um are you surprised that he's finding himself so at home in at warner brothers and disney i mean sorry dc uh i uh i want to say no well no i'm what i what i want to say is that i'm glad he has found his footing yeah in dc you know i mean he's found this footing in marvel but it's just good to see him 
um, double dipping. <laughs> right. And, right. and, and everybody's happy about it, you know, <laughs> and, and yeah. he's making, ba- and he's, and he's making bangers, bro. Yeah. And in the, when you think about things like, um, you just like the level of where he wants to take these things, he might've not been fully fulfilled at Disney. And another thing is if you want to consider, you know, all art, like art, like painting, mm-hmm. he colors in colors that DC and Warner Brothers haven't used yet, if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? My man don't don't operate the same way as some of these directors that they've been using recently. Like they've been trying to go incredibly dark, incredibly serious, and he's almost the opposite of that. Uh, these this show goes to some dark places on occasion, but I think that ultimately it tries to leave on a more upbeat, motivational, uh, you know, kind of message. But you don't get this show at all without the man who can't be seen himself, John John Felix Anthony Cena. I was <laughs> looking for the main character in this whole thing. I'm looking at empty suits. You're you just know, watching a helmet. You're just watching a guns, helmet. Guns, guns go up with gloves. Yeah. It's yeah. Very sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Cena. Now a little bit of background or i guess you know pulling the curtain back a little bit me and claudius maximus are tremendous wrestling fans so we've known of john cena for about oh my god bro it's about to be 20 years for all of it for all of it it's about to be 20 (laughs) yeah no for real it's about to be 20 (laughs) years uh that we've known this this gentleman and he has received a lot of flack in the wrestling circles <laughs> for being somebody that mm-hmm. uh, has always kind of been one note or portrayed as one way. Um, and then, you know, he's been breaking out in movies since what, 12 rounds, which is what, 10 mm-hmm. years ago, probably, maybe. Um, was that the first thing you did? 12 rounds? I want to say, well, a movie, movie? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> was it, or, or, did the, or did the Marine come out first? Oh, I, that's right. I think it's the Marine. I want to say, I forgot that, that, yeah, he started that. And then um, uh, the Miz took over, right? That was his whole, <laughs> that was his whole thing. Yep. Nope. The Marine was the first Boom. thing. Uh, and it came out in 2006. So he's been acting for about 16 years now, roughly. 16, yeah. Nice. Uh, tw- 12 rounds. He was in Fred the movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh but in 2015, you start getting train wreck. You get sisters. You get daddy's home. You know, yeah. you start getting those those comedies. Uh, he's in Bumblebee. He's in Playing with Fire. Um, he was a voice in Doolittle with uh, Robert Downey Jr. He was in Fast Nine. You know, my man's trying to get into all these franchises. And then um, I remember uh, there was. I remember when he was promoting this. There was a lot of talk. People were thinking that he was going to play John Walker. Remember. <laughs> People thinking he might have been U.S. agent because he was like doing these weird teases of like a weird uh, American flag rocking character that doesn't necessarily play by the rules. So everyone was like, oh, you're going to be John Walker? And he just kind of stood quiet because <laughs> he was actually going to be Peacemaker. Um, but with all that said, how did you think our man John did? Bro. <laughs> um, I knew I knew. I knew he. Um, I knew they were gonna turn it up, cause you know I, they gave us the trailer, mm-hmm. and the trailer and the trailer was money. The trailer was hilarious, um, but I could just imagine what, how much more of a ride it was going to be. 
but I didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> right. I, I feel like it, it took all his, all his, um, all his tricks, everything he learned. Cause you get, a, you get, a, you get a little bit of everything as opposed from like the main comedy. And then the, you get the, <clears throat> the opposite of that. You get like dramatic stuff and stuff yeah, he like cried. does a good bit of crying. Yeah, in this. yeah. Yeah. And, and then you get, and then you get him just, waxing people and mowing people down <laughs> yeah i actually think that the combination of the comedy and the drama works well in his favor i think if it would have just been straight drama i don't know if i would have bought it if it would have been just to straight tears and stuff like mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm ready to see him play steve rogers is what i'm saying you know like i don't know <laughs> if i'm ready to see, I, did you see fast nine uh I, I didn't i didn't okay i was gonna ask how he was in that because i think he's a villain in that mm -hmm. he's dom's brother um, one of the things I love about this show is it picks up straight after Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's um, in yeah, he picks up. He's in prison. Yeah, uh, well, he's in. Uh, well, he's, yeah, in the hospital because he got shot by uh, Bloodsport, and then he is released. Um, but he's kind of he gets approached at his home at a gunpoint by who we will be affectionately calling why, the Eleven Street Kids. What? Why did? Yeah, why did I say prison then? Uh. Well, he was supposed to go to prison, but he went home. <laughs> so they were like, <laughs> no, that's what's interesting. You know, they tell him they're like, you have an ultimatum. You could either work for Mern and help us out. We need it. We need a, a, a gun for hire, or you can go back to jail for and finish out your 30 year sentence. You've only been gone for three. So somewhere along the lines, he gets locked up, sentenced for 30 years, three years in, he gets put in the suicide squad and in put the on suicide this mission. Squad, yeah. yeah, put on this mission. Sooner after the mission, um, you know, we saw the post credit where he's still alive and now he's, you know, rocking and rolling. Um, but yeah, like one of the things that you kind of see early on is he does not have a glamorous life. Like <laughs> he doesn't even get like no heroes welcome when he returns. He can't even get in his own house. He has to break through the window and break slide. Into, so yeah. <laughs> slide, slide, slide with a broken clavicle, I think, too, or a collarbone, mm -hmm. or one of those things. Um, Doc, what did you Doc told what, him to take it easy? What did you think of Peacemaker's home life? I guess is what I'll say. Like we've seen all these other shows, like The Flash, where he comes home and he can have a talk with Joe and walk mm -hmm. around with Iris and has that beautiful home overseeing the sunlight and stuff like that. And you kind of have this American flag trailer. I'm like, where is one? Where is everybody? And two, damn, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, like, when he's approached with this ultimatum, he doesn't really have much that he can do besides going to jail because he still has that bomb in his neck. I think it's very important to state. I think know, it's cool because when, uh, when he, um, I think you get you get to see the I, what I thought was the like the implant of the yeah of the bomb, but it turns out it was just a the shot oh that bloodsport had oh that's interesting. got him with at the by the neck and <clears throat> so yeah on the, on the neck on, on suicide squad ah. so i was like oh continuity <laughs> <laughs> um we what you know once they put him on this on this mission and they want him to kind of do these things they want him to stop these butterflies and we'll get into the butterflies in a second but i want to talk about something else that flies because he has to go pick up his homeboy he has to go mm -hmm. pick up Eagly, what did you think about uh, Peacemaker's best friend? Uh, as I, he I, states, I love, I, I love. <laughs> I think I'm, a, I think I'm an Eagly Mark. 
you know? Yeah. Kind of reminds me of me and my dog, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you train your dog to pluck out the eyes of your enemies on occasion? I wish I, 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 wish I could. I wish I could. Lord, know, Lord knows I tried. <laughs> Bro, my favorite. I have two favorites with Eagly. One was when he was attacking people and Vigilante's like, he, Eagly's hardcore. <laughs> like, yeah, Eagly's yeah, yeah. Eagly's hardcore, man. <laughs> Um, oh, I have a bunch uh, when he's bringing him the dead animals mm-hmm. to kind of make him feel better. What's up? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I eat got it, this bro. feet, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, thank you. That, I'm not gonna eat it, bro. It was, it was that him, him holding, him holding everything down, holding everything down with the teeth when he was right. attacking while everybody getting away, and both, both hugs, bro. The hugs, bro. <laughs> the hugs, bro. Both oh hugs. my god! And then, and then, like, I even like when. Uh, Adebayo, when he tells Adebayo that he got hugged, that she's like, I don't believe you, but he didn't like yell at her or whatever. He's like, Yeah, he's like, don't, don't believe it. Like, you don't believe me. Yeah. It, like, it happens again, and, and it she changes sees her it. Whole, it changes yeah. her whole outlook. <laughs> oh, there's that scene where he's like, Oh my god, uh, that's a that's a bald eagle. Is he friendly? Yeah, he is. And then she goes to go try to pet him, and he bites her. Yeah, she get <laughs> yeah, he, he gets out. And she's like, she's like, you said he was friendly. He said, oh, I thought he you meant friendly, like, friendly to, me. to me. She's like, I know he was friendly to you. I saw him. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. Um, uh, and the other one was the helmet. Eagerly grabbed the helmet, put the helmet oh, on yeah, top he... of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that bird is not. You can't. That bird does not understand you. And then Vigilante's like, I love Peacemaker, but I think his biggest flaw is that he puts too much faith in <laughs> Eagerly. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, to my knowledge, Eagerly does not exist. Peacemaker is an old comic book character from Charlton Comics, a company that was end up, ended up being bought by DC Comics. So under Charlton, you had Peacemaker, um, Captain Adam, Blue Beetle, The Question, um, probably more. But yeah, so I I did a whole article on it where Initially, when they bought that company and they had those characters, Alan Moore wanted to make a book where all those characters did fucked up things and show like the true, the true, you know, um, madness that it would be to live in a world with superheroes and how crazy it would be and and how you know right. um, sadistic and all this other kind of stuff. And they were like, "We just bought these characters, so if you do that with them, we could never mm-hmm. use them again." So your idea for the book, fire characters. Nah. So he's like, can I make up my own characters? I'm like, whatever. It doesn't really matter if your universe is going to be destroyed at the end of the book anyway. Um, and he would go on to write Watchmen. Mm. So the Peacemaker character um, turned turned into the comedian. So the comedian is based off Peacemaker. This whole mm. like America Americana but with a machine gun. <laughs> like I, I believe yeah, in the I'll, first three episodes she says it like ten la- times, right? I'm winning the everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, me and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure a bunch of us just got learned, you know? That's what I do out here, B. Just out here teaching lessons. Oh, we just got learned. But now you could totally you know? see those two hanging out. You could totally see them checking out each other's guns. Um oh peacemaker and, and comedian. Uh but Somebody who's not impressed with Chris at all, Mr. Christopher Smith, the peacemaker, is Augie Smith, Augustus Smith, the senior Smith, 
the white dragon himself, mm-hmm. Robert. Patrick. I didn't think. I didn't think I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna like see him in the, uh, uh, you know I didn't I think I was gonna see him in the suit. I was like, we're not I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think suit, I was gonna see him in the suit either. I was like, nah, no way. Robert Patrick, um, sixty years old. I want to say. I thought. At this time. I thought. I thought maybe he'd do something with like a piece of the suit, maybe like a blaster or so or whatever, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, but all right, <laughs> you know, all right. What'd you think about that character? Uh, I, I, well, I think it was portrayed pretty, pretty spot on. Like, yeah. It caught, it caught heat. It caught heat. You know. Were you? Were you? Was, was he getting heat with you? I was. Uh, I think he got the right heat. Man. <laughs> you know. No, I'm um, curious. I mean, that's the job. That's the job. That's the point uh, of the character. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cause, cause you know when Adebayo put the put the bug in, um. And vigilante's head to go um thing. I was be like, very oh. careful when you say things like, like that because that actually happens like, on this show. Yeah, no. I was like, <laughs> Putting I was the like, bucket. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh no. But oh yes. But more oh no because you know friendship and stuff like that. But ah, uh, it's gonna go down. And then it doesn't happen. No. But I was, I was, I was um. I was marking for for um, vigilante beating up the boys before he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought that yeah. was I thought that was pretty dope. I uh, will get on my boy in a minute. Um, but boy, so, hold on. But boy, is he a pain in the ass? Oh my who, god, Augie, uh, vigilante, vigilante. Oh no, we'll get we'll get we'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> I just wanted to say that as I was, you know. Um, what I wanted to say about the white dragon is that I feel as if, um. So there's this there's this comic panel that I'll never forget because I think it, it's it's an example of this and I always use it to explain examples like this. There's a comic panel in a DC versus Marvel or Marvel versus DC story where the Joker is like I think the Joker helps the good guys against the Red Skull. And they're like you know, Joker, we didn't expect to get your help. And he says, Oh, I know what panel you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He says, I may be a psychopath, but I'm an American psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> and so by doing that, it showed that the Joker still had a line he wouldn't cross. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at the end of Suicide Squad, you're meant to believe that Peacemaker's an asshole. And by introducing Augie in the first episode, Every episode after that, he gets further and further away. The line is where Augie's at, right? Mm-hmm. The line of assholery. And because they introduce somebody worse than Peacemaker, he's able to then, by comparison, not look as bad. And then he gets to make the choice to walk away from that level of assholery. Because mm-hmm. anything you thought was bad about Peacemaker gets beaten tenfold with Augie, right? With Augie, yeah, 100%. Like 100%. Um, they're sitting there laughing about the fact that Bloodsport got attacked by rats. They're sitting there like just having a having a grand old <laughs> laugh about that. Um, and then he's like, that better not be the guy who shot you. And then he gets then real we're quiet. Like, ah. <laughs> he gets real quiet. <laughs> um, what do you think about the white dragon lair? The the <laughs> interdimensional. I thought the, la- I thought the, lair, I th- I thought the lair was fire. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, damn, damn shame. I'm like, damn, you're a real asshole, but you got a you got a mean lair, dude. <laughs> it, it's a damn shame because it seems as if 
um he's like he probably has like tony stark level of intelligence or at least innovation to mm-hmm. build all the things the way he did but he's using them for racism <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so it's like uh he has all the skills bro and he's just using it for the wrong stuff and they make it a point almost everybody who meets peacemaker in the beginning thinks he's racist right mm-hmm. yeah or at least racist ish that's what i'm saying yeah by having an actual racist character on the show yeah you you kind of yeah but his dad though is for sure yeah yeah well that prison scene bro when you get to prison all the people get on their knees and start i was like oh i was like oh "Oh." i didn't know it was that deep though (laughs) you know super deep until the scene ended i was like oh man super deep um i wanted to talk about danielle brooks as leota adebayo She's the daughter. Well, we find out she's the daughter of mm-hmm. uh, Amanda Waller. She's a member of Project Butterfly. So James Gunn considered her the co-lead with Cena, mm-hmm. saying that their friendship is the heart of the whole show because they're the only characters that liked each other despite the very big differences in their background and their uh, mm-hmm. you know upbringing and stuff. And what I find interesting is if you thought that Peacemaker was this homophobic, racist sexist character like at the end of this he considers a black lesbian his best friend mm-hmm, his best friend <laughs> a black, second best yeah. friend second, second best friend you know second best friend second best friend second best friend what do you think about that character and what do you think about the growth between her and peacemaker uh i, I really liked it um uh, she's definitely my homie you know um because she was holding it down towards the end um but she's got she's i feel like she's the she's i want to say like the necessary human of the group you know she's the most she's the most grounded if anything you're right she is the she's almost like our surrogate right into this crazy Mm -hmm. world like everything that we would think is crazy she does where uh, as other people on the show don't seem to (laughs) really find anything Mm -hmm. too crazy because it's their Uh, job (laughs) yeah I love her little conversation about. I, there's two moments that bought that won this character over for me. One is the conversation she has about her dogs wearing clothes. How yep. She has her dogs. And they wear clothes. <laughs> She's like, and hardcore tries to tell her. I think they only wear clothes because you pet them after you after they wear them. And she's like, yeah, I they don't think want to feel yet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And she's like, no, I think they like to wear them. I think they like to look smart. <laughs> and I just saw that. But when she first gets in there and she gives her introductory speech and she talks to everybody there, she's like, it's going to be nice working for you. You and me are the only girls. So I hope this works out. I just want everyone to know. And she's like, you know, in my in my head, I wasn't giving a speech, but sometimes I just start talking and I don't know when to stop. And she just goes on this whole rant. I'm it's so now. good. That's it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about her double tapping all Cena's kills? Ooh, that was that was mean too. I was I was rolling because I was like I knew she was gonna get a couple. I was uh, at least two or three, and she got like yeah. three or four. Yeah, <laughs> he stopped it. He's like, you don't have to shoot them after I'm done with shooting them. <laughs> Which yeah, I never killed anybody. Yeah. Um. Let's go over some other team members here. We have so leading the team is Chuck Woody. Iwuji, I hope I'm saying that right, and he plays Clemson Mern, uh, the mercenary and leader of Project Butterfly who reports directly to Waller. He has a big major secret. We mm-hmm. find out. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a butterfly. 
working alongside him is Jennifer Holland, aka Amelia Harcourt, who was also in The Suicide Squad. She had longer hair. You might have not recognized her, but she's in that film sitting alongside Steve Agee as John Economos. Steve, I can't remember if it's Agee or AG. I think it's AG. Um, he actually did the mocap for King Shark. Um, but Sylvester Stallone did the voice, so he did actually two roles in Suicide Squad. Um, what's interesting about Mr. Steve or John Economos is the actor himself actually did dye his beard <laughs> for the Suicide <laughs> Squad. He didn't want to, but he had to for the Suicide Squad, and he was not happy again to do it for Peacemaker, so they decided to acknowledge it as a running joke as to why he did it, which is kind of sweet when you think yeah, about, yeah. you know, I think he's old friends with that's Gunn, nice. so I think that's a, that's a thing. We're going to get into all these characters a bit more i just want to uh, make sure that they're introduced so that when we start talking about them um they are uh introduced so we find out about the butterflies they are these alien beings that mostly resemble butterflies as we know them and they burrow into the minds of humans i believe killing them instantly or killing the version of the the, Mm -hmm, of them mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. there instantly it's a hostile takeover it's not even hey i'm gonna just you know borrow you for a while i'll give you i'll give you back to yourself now yeah now (laughs) now that i think about it and i don't know if you were familiar with this property this is very similar to animorphs animorphs used to go inside your ear it was slugs Mm -hmm. used to go inside your ear Mm -hmm. and then used to run your shit and no one knew if it was you or them and it was like you didn't know how many were around so you kept your secrets to yourself kind of stuff um but but this is also kind of reminiscent of Starro, right? Like the, this this army of small creatures that can control you and take over your brain and stuff. Um, I thought the, what I will call the uh, hostile takeover scenes were a bit much, bro. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> like people, people up to like th- them wriggling and coughing losing. up blood. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that, that like wriggling and coughing up blood and the blood out of the uh-huh. eye, all that stuff. Oh, that stuff was crazy. When you get to that scene where the female cop releases the army. Oh, yeah, I was just army, about to say, when the, song, when, you, when the song gets it, oh, bro. <laughs> and they're just I was all, like, oh, no. And then the partner catches it, too. I thought the partner was going to. You thought he was going to get away? Yeah, I thought her partner was going to get away. But he got got, too. <laughs> the whole I, station got got out of control and just pouring blood uh-huh. um it's stuff out of a horror movie but again james gunn man like this is right up his freaking alley like he loves doing it to this level uh, of psychoticness um what did you think about that that whole idea like what did you think about the butterflies did you think they were lame cool creative scary uh, i thought it was i thought it was pretty creative kind of creative because I, I was thinking about what the hell butterflies and then it wasn't until I'm trying to figure out what was the first time we um we see them pop out. We'll see a butterfly pop out. It's when they're at the Oh yeah, um, when oh, when Cena when 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 Peacemaker comes out with um goes home with the chick to her house. Yeah, bar. but you don't see you don't see any come out. Oh yeah, yeah, you just get you just get the, the Yeah, I think maybe the helmet might have exploded the butterfly as well. <laughs> now that I think about it, the Sonic Boom helmet might have blown a boat because you don't see the very first time you see a butterfly is when they shoot that senator in the face that has Judo Master in his basement, um, and they're they're oh uh, yeah 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 that was after yeah that was yeah he takes the shotgun to the face yeah and, so, and then uh, that I believe is Joff or 
Goff or whatever his his pet his pet butterfly. Uh, he mm-hmm. then takes and, and takes him home, and he would then go on to infect uh, the female cop and stuff. Um, I love when the female cop is talking to Augie and is trying to think of all the white names that she can. <laughs> 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 hey, quiet, Guy Fieri. Shut your mouth, Blake Shelton. I'm running out of white guys. <laughs> really, really funny stuff. Um, and you don't want to have sex with a butterfly, or I guess you do want to have sex with a butterfly, but you don't want to stick know, around. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't want to stick around yeah. after sex with a butterfly. That was probably the most terrifying scene in something in a long time because, you know, Cloudus, I would never want to fight an alien. I would never want to fight an alien woman. I would never want to fight an alien woman with a knife, but I definitely don't want to do any of those things in my underwear. My man was getting slashed and Yo, and, and getting thrown across the sliced and diced. Yeah, and he's a big dude. Uh-huh. He still all looks like a calf muscle. Like his entire body looks like a calf muscle. He looks like his skin is gonna split. And he's like, if he just breathes hard enough, <laughs> his whole skin is gonna split. Um, impressive physique that John Cena. Mm-hmm. Still working hard for it, it. Indeed, he's doing. That's a wig, right? That's not. That ain't his hair, hair, right? Yeah, I, uh, we were looking. Remember, remember we were seeing the we were seeing the JBL for a little bit when he was popping. Oh, when he was, was popping in, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't that full. It wasn't that 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 luscious. So I wonder if Mr. Cena, you know, uh, was wearing a wig in that. He could be mad at some plugs. Um, we uh, a quintessential baby face, a quintessential good guy in the WWE does nothing but curse and flip out and kill people in this. What I but I always felt like in, in the same way that people are talking about Patterson now and Batman, you gotta do a role completely opposite of what you've been doing <laughs> to show <laughs> people that you don't play that no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like this is what this is what that was for Cena, and I feel like it worked in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. I enjoyed right. that. I've stalled long enough. I want to talk about my favorite character in this entire show. Freddie Stroma, who plays Adrian Chase slash Vigilante, a self-proclaimed crime fighter who looks up to Peacemaker like an older Pain brother. Ass. Why do you think he was a, was it the grenade? Jesus. It was all it was all of it. It was all of it, bro. It was all of it. They should have added they should have added um they should have added James Gunn should have added Everybody slapping him in the back of the head. Like everybody should have took at least once. Everybody. <laughs> what's your beef? What's your beef with vigilante? I don't know, man. I just can't. I don't have the mental capacity to. I don't even know how. I don't even know how the patience does it. You talking about the patience? You don't have the patience. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I, I could. I, I. I have patience. Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I was on the fence about him, but he definitely won me over in that prison scene. When he, yeah, when he yeah, works them sure, the way yeah, he does, sure. I was mm-hmm. like, um, and even the how he got scene, into and, and, prison. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the prison scene and how he got into prison, and um, and towards the end, towards the end too, towards the end, you get the end sequence where they're all charging all the butterflies after everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was, he oh man, he was doing, he was doing his thing. He, uh, granted, he um, he got got, but then he still, you know, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I he plays a sociopath amazingly well. Yeah, like he has crazy. no emotions. Like, oh. <laughs> like he has close to no emotions. He never says the right thing. He never. He almost exclusively only says the wrong things <laughs> all the time. Um, 
the, the granted, face. Some of it, are you crying? Are you doing some face yes, yes. exercises? Some of it is bad, but some of it is worse than 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 others. <laughs> I'm just like at the worst things. I'm just like holy shit. Yo, so so hilarious. Um, I loved the whole thing about sarcasm. Like, if you gotta let me know when it's sarcasm, bro. Like, how, <laughs> how am I supposed to know? <laughs> Uh, like I said, the face muscle exercises. He's changing his face, so if they take a picture, he can't be seen in the lineup. <laughs> when he's doing that super passive aggressive stuff to Peacemaker, I like, saw, it's, thanks, it's funny. bro. Thanks for being tortured, bro. <laughs> thanks for letting me get tortured, bro. And I didn't need my toe. Like, thank I don't you need so my much toe. For that. <laughs> like, I was a little bit ticked, but then, like, I thought about it. It just made me better. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, oh, and they couldn't even get his toe off. No, because it wasn't sharp enough. <laughs> oh, shit. That grenade, though. And he's in the car. And yeah. He's I, was, I thought he was going to die shit. in the car, bro. He's I, like, he was gonna, I was waiting for him to show us uh, him like bleeding out on, on his leg or something. I'm already getting ready for it. Like, oh, shit. To me, he was, like, he was like Kenny from South Park. And shit. Like, he just kept getting attacked or hurt or shot. And in this... um. You know, he's fucking bleeding and dying in the car. And he just leans over and goes, there's never a wrong time to rock. Damn <laughs> straight. Like, Damn straight. Like, yes, this is the wrong this time. This is the wrong time. <laughs> the wrong time to rock. Super pissed that uh, Akademos got the chainsaw and got the chainsaw mm, that gorilla. Chainsaw kill. Mm. <laughs> we got to I see a gorilla get chainsawed, bro. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I felt kind of yeah, bad for but, this. For the, yeah, kind of, kind of. But kind of must have to save everybody. He was the only one. And I'm glad. I, I was more. I was more of a fan. I was a fan that he did save the team. But I was a fan that he that he really milked it. <laughs> on a rewatch, um, Economos has a, a bunch of moments where he seemingly counted out because he's the one who knocked out Judo Master for, in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Start beating him with like a wrench or something over and over again, uh, and and then the and then the thing with the um, with Vigilante uh, with the chainsaw, and then at the end where he's the guy who actually infiltrates the entire like all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, really really good. Um, yeah, and it's weird. He, Vigilante's like a weird peacemaker fanboy. Is that fair? To- oh, uh, eh. I feel like I feel like when he found out peacemaker was back, he did a whole dance in the back of his his job. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking. I mean, this is best friend. This is BFF. But know? it's not. But but it peacemaker is his BFF. Best friend. But it's not the other way around. It's not. No. It's not reciprocated. <laughs> Do you feel that? Um, Cena or Peacemaker, or, you know, Christopher Smith treats him unfairly, or not? I think he's just. I think he just. I think he just has a hard time sometimes. You know, <laughs> the patience. The patience. You know, thing. Yo, I just think he has a hard time. You know, granted, <laughs> I think he does consider him his friend too. You yeah. know, but I just think he just has a hard time sometimes. You know. Because I, too, had hard times. <laughs> hard times, daddy. What did you think about um, their pastime, uh, shooting appliances? Uh, excellent pastime. <laughs> you know, I just, I, too, wish you and I could, you know, go to the woods and just shoot at random targets that we set up. <laughs> and Toasters. Test our, te- test our makeshift explosives that we make out of explosives. We just you know? tape, they just duct tape 
other explosives to mm-hmm. other explosives and use that. Um, another funny scene with Vigilante is where, and it just shows you the difference between the two, where you have this scene where, um, and it deals a lot with the what's going on in his head. Christopher Smith is put on this butterfly mission to be a hired gun, which translates to they point him and he shoots. No questions, mm-hmm. no BS. They're not trying to tell him anything more than he needs to know. And he's getting increasingly frustrated because he feels like no one trusts him. But again, he was supposed to be in jail <laughs> and he kills a lot of people for fun. So um, they put him on a mission to kill basically a family of people. And they're all aliens. They're all butterflies. Butterflies. And he, because they won't straight up explain to him the situation or the severity of the situation, he kind of refuses. Mm-hmm. He kind of does you choose not to he's having this, this big moment the music is yeah. swelling you can almost hear his heartbeat and then he's you looking, hear, yeah he's looking through the scope and then you hear hey bro can you just move aside for a second? <laughs> I'm a son of a bitch. <laughs> I, got this. I was like uh, yo not a doubt in my mind yo the second i heard it dude the second i heard his voice i was like ah oh, yep it ain't, he's not even gonna hesitate all he gotta do is just get set and it's oh, and that's it so i was like either these i'm like either all these people are gonna die this whole family's gonna die, or something's gonna happen. Uh, something's gonna jump out the woods, and I was otherwise they're gonna be toast. Right, uh, but no, he just kills the whole family. He's like I'm all just down. like, oh man! <laughs> I remember how that how that made me. I was like, oh no, man, it's over. It's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I think that they they're trying to walk him back a little bit from mm-hmm. who he was in Suicide Squad. You know where he sounded very proud to say the whole thing about, you know, willing to kill women and children for peace. And now it when put in that position when available to kill women and children, we see that he has a hard time doing it. So he's not as mm-hmm. cutthroat and cold hearted uh, <laughs> as I guess vigilante is who still feels he needs to have a secret identity around his best friend. <laughs> Peacemaker doesn't take off the mask. Doesn't take off the mask. He's like, if people had to draw, draw me, they'd have to put a big red visor on and no one to see. Another note, James Gunn cleared this up. Vigilante's visor is prescription. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it makes it makes it makes sense. It does. I, I too, I too um thought about I'm like, yeah, throughout the throughout the show, I'm like, yo, he wears glasses. But can he see when he has the fucking helmet on? Because the uh, the visor gotta mess with him. Right. You know? Yeah. But uh, no, he totally, totally can see. I feel a little see. better for him, you know? <laughs> he can see because they're prescription. <laughs> what does that even mean? How did he get it done? It means he can see in it. That's what all it of, means. All of it's you ridiculous. Know? When Adebayo's like, oh, are you vigilante? And he's like, uh, no. He's like, oh, because you look just like him and you talk just like him. Yeah, yeah like, I was going to say. No, I don't. Like no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you just put that voice on. Why are you limping? It was a ski. It was a ski accident. It has nothing to do with the vigilante. <laughs> like he, he gets so emotional. He gets so angry. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, once they kill that gorilla, it kind of does bring them together. It kind of does create this like eleven street yeah. kids. You know, um, I was group. a huge. I was a huge. Yeah, I was a huge fan of the first group moment, and then a group I, p- picture sealed the deal for me. I um, I almost would say like it took it to me it took a little too long. I feel like this yeah. could happen a bit because the first three episodes three episodes had come out of this, and I think the cliffhanger at the end of the third episode is that 
I can't even remember now. I think it's that he has the butterfly with him. Um, um I was a fan. I was a fan of the about the about their bickering and, and stuff amongst the team and everything. I wanted. I knew. I knew they were gonna have the moment. I just didn't. I just you know, obviously yeah. it was gonna happen. I just didn't know when. But I was. I was a fan of the bickering and them cursing at each other and, and shit. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like they should have moved the Mern stuff up a bit. They should have moved the reveal of the butterfly with him up a little bit. Um, but you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I feel like once. You find out that he is a butterfly, and once they become a team team, the show moves a lot quicker. But by that point, there's only a couple of episodes left. And I mean, maybe that's the point. Maybe we're supposed to be excited more for season two and see what this team uh, has to offer. But um, yeah, there's, you know, we basically find out that these butterflies, their planet died, right? And they came over here Mm -hmm. um, and they've been surviving off of this liquid amber uh i don't even know what you want to call it it's a cow there's a big alien caterpillar that gets milked uh for its amber fluids and then those fluids are then fed to the butterflies so um call it what it is basically and the thing is they have decided the butterflies have decided all the butterflies besides Mern have decided that if they allow humans to live freely, their earth or planet will be destroyed the same way as his was. So, or theirs was. So their their plan is to take over the entire world to make sure that the planet doesn't go to shit. It takes away our choice, but it allows us to guarantee earth is going to stick around. What do you think about all that? I mean, it made sense, but I don't want to be a butterfly. I don't know, bro. You could be a butterfly if you wanted to. I don't want to be a butterfly. I'll still hmm. be dead. They can't even give myself back. Um. Yeah. Right. Uh, the smiling, and you won't be able to smile. Remember that? They gotta learn <laughs> they, it. They, they, they gotta learn it. They gotta learn it every time, bro. That tall um, captain was pretty funny. I, I didn't think yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I really liked. Was. I really liked him. The um the <laughs> the end spots as I, as I, as I was calling them was. I, was watching through the post credits yeah the post credits the end spot my i really like the end spot where it was just him in the woods trying to cry he's yeah <laughs> he trying to cry laughing. or trying to make himself believable <laughs> and he just thinks the whole shit is hilarious that he's he, dead he and just he's keeps just laughing. talking to him while he's dead <laughs> oh my gosh um so that yeah, that was absolutely ridiculous. Um, you have a lot, you know, the the Adebayo Peacemaker story. I think one of the things that is interesting about their, you know, what they do together is that um, they're like they said they they have issues with their parents. They both have humongous shoes to fill. John Cena's dad is probably the biggest <laughs> racist in the, in the world or the country, um, and. Adebayo's mother, Amanda Waller, you know, she's the leader of this super black ops, super, um, you know, secretive and destructive organization. So I don't know. Like, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. We got to see Waller once or twice. Yeah, it would have been, it would have sucked if it was only her voice. You yeah. know, I like that Viola Davis got to do some stuff in here. And, um, 
I do believe in the comics she has children, so this makes sense here. And what did you think about both of these kids of very powerful people not really wanting to to be in the shoes of their parents? Do you ever feel that pressure? I mean, I was just about to say that, that same exact word, the pressure. It's the it's it's the pressure of either living up to their expectations or wanting to do your own thing, you know? Yeah. Not truly. And how do you become another Amanda Waller? I don't think you can do anything as Amanda Waller's kid that's going to impress her. Yeah. I just feel like that she's the type. Um, I, the, the, the big thing with Adebayo is the diary. Right? Trying to frame Peacemaker so they could throw his ass out. And everyone's super surprised by this. This is the only issue I had with the show. A hardcore gets mad at Adebayo for 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 like throwing away a member of the team, right, or something like that. Like, how could you? He's a member of the team. You try to get him, you know, caught, whatever. That was their whole last job. Their whole last <laughs> <Yeah>. job was, <laughs> was dealing with and framing criminals. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I think she would she went so hard is she started to like peacemaker but just because you like a criminal more than you like another one doesn't mean that he gets more (laughs) than anybody else i found that very strange um but i think they were trying to just show that he was he was getting under people's skin in the good way like he was starting to really kind of get used to say you think you think it would have been you think it would have been the same if it was like somebody with i don't know like captain boomerang or something I mean, think about it, man. If that would have been Weasel, they would have thrown Weasel under the bus. Easy. Throwing, <laughs> you know, he don't get to hang out in the Eleven Street Kids van. Like that's not a that's not a thing. That selfie was kind of cool though. They're yeah, all that covered in blood. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah that selfie was fire. <laughs> they're all chilling. They're all covered in blood. Um, I'm trying to see. So we, I think one of the biggest showdowns that we get is when Christopher Smith has to go one on one with his dad. The white dragon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he flies straight up like Iron Man. You know, rep- kind of sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands right. from the feet. With the- um, what do you think about all of that? You know, him having to take down his father. I guess before we even get to that, we have to talk about what happened to his brother, right? That mm-hmm. his father mm-hmm. used to stage. Yeah. What m- mud fights? What do you want to call it? Pit pit fighting? Yes, <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah, like what? Like backyard uh, fights with his sons. And then bet and but and then bet and then have everybody else yeah have everybody else bet. Disgusting, disgusting. And the thing is, when you're that young, like there's stuff even now that I'll bring up and be like, oh, I probably shouldn't have been fucking doing that at my age. (laughs) You don't know what you don't know. You don't know how what lives other kids are living, and you trust your parents to the hundred and tenth degree. So this idea that the person that trust that they trust the most is making money off of them by making them physically assault each other is absolutely ridiculous and how heartbreaking and damn near terrifying was it when with mm-hmm. one hit he seemingly Dude. oh my god he's foaming at the mouth up yeah uh bro what what did you do what would you do i don't know i was like oh i because i i wanted to know what happened right um they gave us like little things and stuff but um I knew the the whole thing. They were gonna give us the whole pie, eventually. And the fact what what caught me was his dad actually doing the fight. I was like, wow, he's booking this. <laughs> he was the booker. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I like how they got away then, with the regular clan hats by doing those white dragon 
Dragon, yeah. like Dragon Hood, yeah. <laughs> same shit. Yeah, that was pretty clever. Yeah, but it is what it is. But yeah, it's um, and then Peacemaker's just led to believe that it was mostly his fault. But and as as a grown person, you know, you you know, it's really dad's fault. One hundred percent. And we kind of get a bit of truth because one of the things that the White Dragon accuses Chris of doing is sleeping with other men. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. Tell him fornicating with men and women. So Peacemaker is at least by in this. And mm-hmm. he kind of was, I mean, he did look at other people's penises and give them nicknames. So, this is true. You know, if anything, he just equal rights across the board, I guess. <laughs> is that what it is? Um, but I, I thought that was, that was big. And, you know, he had this big moment where his father basically stands up to him. He says, you got me dead to rights, but you're not going to kill me because you're kind of a pussy. And you're 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 not good at anything, and then he does. He is able to take that shot, and then he Dude. takes that shot, and he sits in his emotions, and he just starts to cry. And vigilante shows up, <laughs> and vigilante's like, "I was hoping a truck would just come by." And, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny, right? Um, you know, what kind of made it worse for me is like, I'm like, "How are you doing that?" And then you can, you can hear like, as as um peacemakers on on the ground in his feelings you got um vigilante over him and you got um um economist right there too but also you have peacemaker's dad just laying there obviously dead and but mm-hmm. you can hear the the blood come out of the one hole from yeah. behind his head <laughs> yeah yeah and it's this incredible the whole, the whole like, time dark that scene that yeah and but vigilante's just like you know, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you're making those faces again? <laughs> crying, you asshole. Economist just trying to, you know. What does he tell? What does he say? That there's more ants than fish in the world or something like that? There's more ants. Yeah, there's more ants than <laughs> fish in the world. Like, what? When he's like, what are we talking? What are you even talking about? Like, come on, man. <laughs> so good. Uh, so freaking good. He has like a machete on him, doesn't he? Isn't that his like? He has like a machete yeah. on him. You know, it's funny. I always thought it was it was two un- until I um saw like how he puts it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have um. He has the machete, and then we get to see the peacemaker shield. Yeah. In the finale. What do like, you think about he, that thing? I was like, bro. I was like, yo. If you're pulling this out, I wanna I wanna see what you can do with this. Especially I'm a, especially on 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 a show like this <laughs> yeah yeah i was quoted on saying and, that he, and he delivered bro he delivered there was 100%. this one there was this one shot he um i think he threw he threw the shield up or it was already up and then mm-hmm. he he shot the shield and i'm thinking the bullet was gonna bounce off and hit and hit um one of the butterflies it didn't he threw the shield the bullet pushed the shield i think yeah oh, oh, knocked oh. it knocked and, it down and, yeah. and stabbed him and, yeah knocked it down and stabbed him i was like holy shit <laughs> absolutely ridiculous and good in the best way i was quoted on saying that you know we had we've had about 10 years of captain america we've seen about everything a shield can do you know yeah. or at least around yeah. one so if you're mm-hmm. gonna come to a superhero project with a shield you better do some new things and that's exactly what they did you know, it wasn't a circle. It was it was stabbing people. All yeah, that well, kind yeah, of stuff. It was, uh... Um, but yeah, the the big big 
ending of this is is uh them trying to take down the cow mm-hmm. um you know using the helmets that they have try to take down this cow uh, they send economos in there and um he's able to break through the you know through all of it but then when he sees the cow he's like no nah, fuck this another kaiju <laughs> another, another kaiju. <laughs> fuck this i'm out nope 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 fuck this fuck this so i thought that was funny as hell because um I mean, while in the moment, I'm like, bro, you went all the way. And then you got right there. You stopped. That's like halfway down. <laughs> but I didn't have to deal with two back-to-back kaijus. You know I don't know what that is like. I don't know how far yeah, away true. from the suicide squad this is. Maybe it's a month. And two kaijus in a month might be too much. Plus the gorilla you just chainsawed. My man was mm-hmm. going through it. <laughs> but, bro, I almost cried with that deer, that dye beard speech. That he gave with oh man when they, when they asked him about I was like, it oh everybody's gonna find out <laughs> yeah when he oh yeah because everybody took it to the earpiece and he's mm-hmm. just being honest and he's like i thought it might get me a girlfriend and then i realized no one would ever care because no one ever looks at me i'm like oh my mm-hmm. god <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh that's deep i wasn't yeah. expecting all of that <laughs> yeah we don't call him die we call him a kind of goat like how <laughs> that's just that's Boom. just He's the Akana goat. And then, <laughs> so he does all that, you know, he's able to like, you know, he does that touching story. And then later on, he's like, all right, guys, let's go. And he trips, and he breaks bro, his bro, leg. Bro, 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 he breaks his leg. I was like, I was like, I was like, get the fuck. You got to laugh and, and fucking, oh, oh, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking, I was like, oh, come on. I was, and I was invested too. I was like, oh, let's go. Last yeah. battle. Um, Economos is about to get busy with the squad. You know, he's been holding it down. He's had his moment. It's time to shine with the group. Everybody's about to shine. And he goes over. Uh, and then the thing is, the thing that got me too, I was like, oh, shit. He, um, he handed, who he had, what he handed, because he, um, he made it pretty quick. He crawled. Yeah. To, um, yeah. I think, out of bio. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, he just he just tripped over like a two by four. Like it wasn't nothing mm-hmm. it big wasn't in the way crazy. or sharp just, or nothing. He just, just didn't pick a his leg trip. up. Mm-hmm. He didn't pick up his leg high enough and he broke it because he didn't pick it up high enough. What the fuck? So so funny. Um what do you think of that like slow motion montage? Do you want to taste it? What do you think about what do you think about the theme song? What do you think about the theme song? Uh I like the theme song. I, it's a it's appropriate for Peacemaker, you know? Yeah, very reminiscent of those 80s uh, hair bands. Would you be surprised to hear that this band started in 2001? Oh. Yeah, they're just doing the that style. Mm. They kind of nailed it, right? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like when you, uh, fool, fooled me. So supposedly, just like how you're probably seeing some memes right now that Something in the Way by Nirvana is like blowing up on Spotify. Same thing uh-huh. with this. This was a very, it's a Swedish band. The Swedish mm-hmm. band, um, you know, they start in 2001 and they're making very, this is very specific kind of music, right? Like it's new old school <laughs> music <laughs> and they probably had their father was and stuff, but because of this show, they're getting streams and all kinds of like invitations to perform and all that stuff. People really, really like the song. It's because it reminds them of a certain time in a certain era i love that john cena at one point i think he's talking about poison or something he's like man this was the time where men were men because they weren't afraid to dress like girls <laughs> 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 i guess that's one way to put it there cena 
Um, uh, and he says something like, "You're a lesbian. You don't finger blast nobody." And she goes, "Are you kidding me? We finger blast more than more than <laughs> everybody else combined." And he's That's like, right. He said, "I was like, huh?" And then I was like, "The rebuttal is it was spot on." <laughs> right. And then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't think about it. I for some reason I forgot you have fingers." And she's like, "How do you think I grabbed things?" <laughs> Like what was what was one of your favorite conversations? What was one of your? Because uh... they're all uh, I think definitely all great. Definitely, my well, my favorite. I think um, definitely him and um, and Judo Master. <laughs> oh, when they're in the in the basement mm-hmm. antagonizing each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are those hot Cheetos? And he starts throwing them at him. What are, what are the Cheetos made out of? <laughs> Neat. That's what they made out of. <laughs> Remember when I kicked your ass? Remember when I, remember when I fuck, <laughs> you, fuck up? you up? That's what he said. Yo, I was dying when he told him. What he told him, he told him, I want to keep you around. <laughs> I want to oh, keep you yeah. around. In case, in case I, I rip my Achilles, Achilles out. <laughs> I replace it with your whole fucking body. <laughs> yeah. and have you wiggle my toes for the rest of my life. Thank oh, you. <laughs> big man. Big, strong man. So tough. <laughs> and I was and I was I was waiting for I was like yo you can just kill everything and tell him when you, I I whooped your ass bro and he told him that, that's another that's another little psychopath but judo master um the last time I had saw him he was actually in an animated film called Batman Son of the Dragon was it Son of the Dragon something of the Dragon um and basically it was like an all martial arts uh, DC characters martial arts and stuff. So I know he's like one of the five biggest fighters in the world, like in DC's universe. And so when they introduce him here, I'm like, I don't mind that he's small. And I don't mm-hmm. mind that anything else. He just has to kick ass. And he did. Yeah, yeah he did. There's a part where he's having a fight with Harcourt. And it's a pretty brutal fucking fight. And, yeah, when the, yeah, yeah. That's and I'm thinking the, to myself, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, you know, not for nothing. I don't want to sound whatever you would think I, I sound like, but she better not beat him. And yeah. she doesn't. She yeah. doesn't. He has to get taken off. I think he gets taken off by Cena. I think Peacemaker. Uh, which uh, was which was cool. No, no. Rope it though. Remember, he gets, he gets tased. Okay, yeah. Because he was choking her out. He was yeah, yeah. Head. He was choking her out. But then he she tells him, rope it though. Yeah. So it was kind of it was kind of a handicap match. Yeah, and with that, and again, I, 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 have, I have no problems with my man going down to two different skilled people. It was when right, it was one right. person that I was like, he's the judo master. Judo master. He's, like, right. no. he's not judo user or judo uh-huh. practicer. He's judo master, so he needs to be on his stuff. And yeah, they're just they're just throwing each other through that. Yeah, bro, I really like that. I really, I really <laughs> like, like that fight. God, I really me. like that fight. This is out of control. So ridiculous. Um, yeah, he's a little psychopath, and then he um, robs those two guys at the corner store for their car. <laughs> their car. Um, what? Why do you think he's so down with the butterflies? He, they just told him his story. And he's like, "Yeah, I get it." I don't know. You know, I, and I never, and I never really asked myself that. Maybe they, he didn't know too much, or maybe, or maybe he is. He too is a butterfly. You think but there might still be need, one in there? But then he needs his amber. Uh, but then he needs, yeah, that he needs his goop. It'd be funny as hell as if he found out the same ingredients were in hot Cheetos. And he didn't want to tell nobody. He's just been keeping it to himself. <laughs> you want to hear my my the, what I think is the funniest theory about those hot Cheetos? Huh? Somebody said that perhaps he's eating hot Cheetos to make all of the holes hot, too hot to handle for a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
That that's where we're going with. That's canon now. Yeah, we're that's sticking really... to that. Speaking of which, they did they you know they showed something and they didn't go all the way with it. I wanted to see a butterfly go up someone's butt. I know that sounds ridiculous. You know, it's, you know, I feel you know, it's like funny. They, I'm surprised. Yeah, they dropped the, yeah. like drop the ball on that. <laughs> I feel like they presented an idea. And it's a James Gunn film, so it's like anything could happen. They literally used a black lesbian as a bullet to shoot a caterpillar. <laughs> she goes straight through that thing. And yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. No issues, nothing. So, um, yeah. I, I, I was like, huh? I was like, where's that going to be coming from? And then she's just standing there all. Con- oh, yeah. concussed <laughs> oh the um when she tries to save him though and she completely yeah. misses <laughs> yeah that was the first time she got she she tried it but then he uses it he uses the human torpedo with her still with the helmet on and the helmet just freaking takes her right through into the butterfly well yeah. into the big cow <laughs> and you know it's weird if it wasn't for chris smith choosing to befriend the butterfly we might have not had enough time to then make the choice to then Destroy the cow. This is true. Um, so I, if, if you guys learn anything from this episode <laughs> is smoke with your friends. Because if you smoke with your friends, <laughs> they become loyal and they stick around. Uh, you know, he hotboxed that jar. And ever since then, him, sure and, did. him and that butterfly have been best. Even drew a little peace sign on the, on the, on the jar. Mm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And I was wondering if that was ever going to come back because they seemed they he, the butterfly did seem to like him. So I was really wondering if, you know, they'd go in that direction. Uh, let me see what other conversations that I enjoyed. Um, I liked when uh, they got that nude out of bio's wife's nude on the, <laughs> on the iPad. Oh, that was funny, too. I was like, oh, shit. Out, out of nowhere. It just I was like, oh, uh absolutely ridiculous uh stuff there i I was a fan i was a fan of um mern just trying to get everybody else on track i like and yeah constantly cursing out peacemaker (laughs) constantly (laughs) Constantly. am i fighting a a, uh mothra no you're not fighting a mothra because i'm gonna need a jetpack you're not getting a jetpack how the hell am i supposed to fight a mothra without a jetpack you're not fighting a mothra well i still want that jetpack because now you've got me excited about it Oh, that's not real good. Um, I'm trying to think of more vigilante stuff because I feel like that man had me rolling from the beginning to the end. Um, but yeah, that that there's there's always a time to rock thing. There's I always was. a time to rock. I was always I, a fan of that too, especially the last. It's always a time to rock. <laughs> that came oh, yeah. that came from Economos, right? Yeah. Um, I think I'm seeing some of their all from. It's all from the, the, the chainsaw stuff. Uh, you don't think it's interesting that a praying mantis has a favorite color and it might unexpectedly be teal? Be teal. <laughs> uh, I'm looking through here. Now suddenly... Oh, now, now suddenly you got this weird new age belief that all life is sacred. There's no time, wrong time to rock. And oh yeah, dude, this is a really weird time to do your face exercises. That's when uh, his his pops pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. I gotta do now. I I just realized I gotta do. There's no wrong time to rock as a shirt. I've gotta do, <laughs> I've gotta do that. That's just gotta be a thing. Um, um, honorable mention. I have an honorable mention. Um, okay. The 
the janitor when he um leaves the hospital. Yeah. In the beginning you, of episode don't one. Don't fucking trust me, bro. I'm not trustworthy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not trustworthy. And at the end of that, he says something like, um, no, bro, you can tell me anything you want. And he's like, that's the exact opposite of what you've been telling me this whole time about not trusting you. <laughs> and he was like, bro, we smoked weed together. He's like, that was one time. <laughs> really funny stuff. Um, we'll take a pause on the finale real quick to talk about all the slander my boy Peacemaker has against various members of the Justice League. You know? So, so Aquaman fucks fish, right? Matter Eater Lad ate a Wendy's. Um, he, I think he shot Kite Man. I think that was in the newspaper mm-hmm. when he was at the show and tell. <laughs> Wonder Woman, I fucked him once at a party. Superman has a poop fetish. And Batman, <laughs> Batman's a pussy because he doesn't destroy his villain. He doesn't get, he doesn't kill. <laughs> but I thought it was pretty funny when you get to when his, all his arguments with the old ass neighbor. I thought it was yeah. really, really funny. Um, so what's interesting is supposedly, you know, Gunn was given free reign to do whatever he wanted with the show. But when he did the Batman joke, Warner Brothers got onto him. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> but again, nothing about the Superman shit, nothing about the Aquaman fucking fish, nothing about the Wonder uh-huh. Woman. I fucking him. Don't make fun of Batman. Was there? Was there? You better not. <laughs> well, holy hell, super protective. And I don't know if you remember this, but remember that whole blow up about whether or not Super um, Batman uh, goes down. <laughs> so they were gonna put a joke in the Harley Quinn show about Batman going uh-huh. down on Catwoman, and Warner Brothers told the Harley Quinn showrunners, "You better not, because that's not something that heroes do." <laughs> Heroes that want to keep their girlfriends do that shit. <laughs> I'll tell you that shit right now. Uh, and and I, the man has the perfect mask for it. Anyway, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna get into all that. <laughs> yeah. I think I just gave you a visual right there, so that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get into this finale. So, what did you think? I thought Hardcore was dead. You thought Hardcore was dead? The way they um, shot I that, I thought she was, she was got. I was, yeah, I thought she was got at first, but I was like, oh, I kept I kept hanging on because um, I feel like she was necessary in the group. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I, th- I, I, there was rumors. Because she, she gets hit in the, she gets hit in the leg and then she gets hit in the, like in the shoulder or something like that, right? Um, but she got but she got to learn how yeah, to walk. Yeah, yeah, but she coughed up blood with the whole thing. Yeah. That always screams to me death. But I guess it should more scream to me eternal injuries, but also usually that leads to death. So, um I honestly thought that that's what that was. I thought she was gone. They did like the slow motion, the music started to fade out, right? And she's there and I'm like, "Oh, she's dead." And Economos has his leg broken. Oh shit. leg broken. Um we finally get to see what Adebayo can do because she kept saying that she was trained and that mm-hmm. she knew how to do stuff, but she refused to. When she came in there, she's guns blazing. She's taking knees, doing front rolls. Shooting both guns. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That felt a little bit ridiculous, but the entire show is ridiculous. So I, I, was, I was with it. Rightfully it so, cool. you know? A hundred percent. I was with it because it was cool. I thought, I thought all of it was cool. Um, one of my favorite side characters is that couple that's always oh, arguing the apartment when he ties them up yeah that's always arguing shut up evan you fucking pussy 
<laughs> Maybe it's nice to feel appreciated for once. <laughs> Are you trying to fuck this man right here, right now? Which she, which she ends up, when she ends up doing, you know, for vigilante. But then she goes for a post, uh, post split spliff, and um, vigilante's like, I would have killed you guys three years ago <laughs> for doing. <laughs> I would have shot both of you in the head. I would have believed, and I believe him. I believe him. Yeah, he he was when he was talking to some uh, peacemaker about it. He's like, bro, you think I feel good whenever somebody's murdering or you know uh, stealing or doing graffiti, and I walk up and I kill that person? <laughs> he's like, Wait, doing graffiti isn't the same fucking same punishment? Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, we killed the cow. Um, earlier on in the episode when things are out of control and you know Mern's gone and he he was basically the point of contact for all this um what i think it's out of bio she asks the kind of smart question why don't we just call the justice league and we're told that they're too busy but it turns out this was a problem big enough for them to show up cloudis how did you feel about the justice league showing up in the finale of this uh of this show So I was like, hmm, maybe they could get one or like a, or like a drive-by or something like that. <laughs> but did you think, but did you think that was happening? Like when, as they're walking away with it, with not a, chance, not a chance in hell. Okay. So, all right. So I didn't think, so I saw, you know, Aquaman tried it and huh, you see, um, Superman up top, you see flash, you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was gonna be them. I thought I just thought it was gonna be uh, like silhouettes, and then yeah, he was gonna walk away. It was gonna be, you know, they were gonna say something slick, and they were gonna go either left or they were gonna go right, and then that was it. Right. Um, I didn't expect them to get any like screen time, at least for anybody. Yeah. So, so when um he mentioned the so when he walked by them and until <laughs> and I you see Momoa's face, yeah, you yeah. see Momoa's face. I was like, yeah. and then you show Barry's face. I'm like. What is going on? Um, very cool. So two cool things. Cool thing number one was originally the only person that they were set to do this was Jason Momoa. He was going to do it for James Gunn. That I believe. That, that I believe. Uh, him and him and Gunn are, are homies. He was going to do it for Gunn, and um, they had they had filmed it. Um, then Barry was available. Uh, Ezra Miller, uh, a Flash fame, he was available, but. Gun was busy. Gun was shooting Guardians. So Marvel allowed James Gunn I heard that. to I heard shoot about Ezra Miller's scene. Well, I didn't hear about that, but I heard like something they allow him to do. I didn't know it was that. Yeah, but. Marvel allowed him to shoot or you know, shot I don't know if they allowed him or they shot for him, but basically those things were shot on the Marvel set with Marvel cameras and all that kind of stuff. Which shows you how little they care about. <laughs> Any, any of this? Did you make, see? Make people, make our fans happy. And um, hey, you guys want help? I guess you can help y'all. It'll make other yeah, people. Yeah, that's happy. what it is, bro. Here's a freebie, bro. Good luck on that. Good luck on that eight episode show that you got over there. We got twenty two movies. We got ready to ramp up over here. Um, and may, maybe, maybe, maybe they're trying to sweeten the pot. You know, maybe they're like, yo, bring. You know what? I know we broke up, but we're still cool. Bring your bring your girlfriend over. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like it is what it is. Um, so I I thought that was hella interesting. I thought that was so cool. Another thing is we got since that episode aired, 
um, the a stuntman or you know I guess a stand-in is what you would say for Batman actually took pictures in the Ben Affleck suit. Apparently, he was going to be in the scene, and they Warner Brothers removed him from the scene. So this just sparks more rumors that Warner Brothers doesn't know who they want their Batman to be. <sighs> Even though they already have three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three, whenever, I guess, if they want to have three. <laughs> what, um, where do you stand on all that? I say, uh, well, where I stand on all that, I'm going to say make Henry Cavill happy and the rest will, you know, <laughs> that's what I feel. The rest will soon to follow. Which Batman do you want? Um, well, I haven't. Do you seen bring Pat Affleck back? You know? I'm saying, do you bring Affleck back and keep the Pattinson stuff to the side? Do you, do you think Pattinson could do more? I mean, um, I don't know. I gotta see. I gotta see Pat first. I gotta see Pat. I like. I like. Um, I like Affleck. Yeah, I like Affleck as Batman. Uh, uh, just just didn't get enough. That's all. Yeah, I think he. I think he did a good job. Yeah, but he just got it. He literally just ended up like in the worst. You understand? Know like this was like probably some of the worst stuff DC's done. Done. Like you know, like the, this time period of just you know fumbling constantly as they did. Um, he never got his solo Batman film, and now they're just seemingly pushing him out he all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they ended up changing com course yeah. completely. And then what? How are you supposed to feel if once they change course, that thing then becomes a massive success? Like the Batman is now. Like if I was Ben Affleck, I'm like, yo, keep that shit. I'm calling up Marvel. Yo, you got a space in Multiverse of Madness. I'll act blind again. You know what I'm saying? I could be blind again. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we can go back to we can go back to Hell's Kitchen, my dude. Let's let's just do it. Don't even worry about it. But I did I did feel the lineup looked weird without Batman there. Yeah, sure, sure as hell did. I did, I felt indifferent. Yeah, and Ga and Gal's not there either. She's that was a stand-in as well. Same thing with Henry Cavill. Like Henry well, Cavill has Which I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of okay with that because you know, Bat Batman ain't really gonna leave Gotham for some BS. Well, he's not gonna run over there, right? Because <laughs> like everybody there has like yeah. super swimming or super speed <laughs> or super whatever. Um, I, he's like, I'm not wasting. Are you seeing gas prices? Like I'm not wasting gas yeah, on this shit. Yeah, let's just say, let's just say he was on the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless it's one of those things where Superman has to carry him, fly him over, set him down. But I, I, I do like that the Justice League was there, and he did. He didn't. He wasn't marking. He wasn't starstruck. Mm -hmm. He's like you, motherfucker. <laughs> took too long. Totally. And um, what do you think about the expose against Task Force X? Or is it the last we'll ever see of the Suicide Squad? Because oh, that she was crazy. Outed that the was, whole thing. Yeah, that was crazy. She just outed the whole thing and her mom. And I was thinking to myself, leave it to James Gunn to burn down the house that he built to be like, nobody else living here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody else living here. <laughs> so That's crazy. So I mean, they, I, unless they want to, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you doing now? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Gunn. They might restart the universe, though. Maybe that's what Flash is going to do. It's going to restart it just to bring back the Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, but Viola Davis, I loved, I loved her reaction to the whole shit. She's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> out of here. Um, it was sweet to see Adebayo and, and Peacemaker make up for them to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I was hoping they would. Stuff. I was hoping they would. Adebayo does a real heartfelt 
like fist fist uh chest yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever thing. Yeah. And you could tell that she that that meant a lot to her. So I thought that was really sweet. Again, steals the show. They're doing this ending montage, and Vigilante just unplugs himself <laughs> from the hospital bed and jumps Jesus. out the window. And jumps out the window, bro. <laughs> What are you doing? I was like, I told, I told myself, I was like, bro, I, I hope that's like first floorish, yeah. <laughs> you know. I hope your knees can handle it after the night, night you had. Even while he's standing there, right? While he's standing there, bleeding out, <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. there, like, I'm, I'm good. Don't even worry about it. I'm fine. He just falls he over. He just falls over, right? Boom. Oh, he's so crazy and ridiculous. And we need him on the team. We need that. We need him on the team, bro. <laughs> even even though in retrospect yeah i guess i guess the scene with the grenade i replayed like five times because i didn't understand how it blew up i didn't understand how you understand i didn't understand i i well he did he pulled the pin no but i thought like he threw it and and like white dragon like kicked it over you know what i'm saying i thought Mm -hmm. he threw it and then it bounced off something and came back at him. He just didn't throw it far enough. He, mm-hmm. just, didn't, he just didn't get away far, far enough. He almost died because of it. <laughs> <laughs> how are you using these weapons and you don't know how they work? I'm just a bit, a bit dangerous. A bit dangerous. Um, Kyle's dead. Uh, Harcourt's still alive. She might be showing up in Black Adam soon, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I say bring in other people bring in other squad members that are still alive go visit go feel like you have to go help rat catcher somewhere or hook back up with harley or blood sport i think that, they, that could be a lot of fun um keep doing what james gunn does which is dumpster dive for these characters that no one knows about and then make mm-hmm. them make them household names you did it with the raccoon you did it with the talking tree you know now you're doing it with characters like peacemaker who again no one knew anything about he didn't have to put peacemaker in suicide squad mm-hmm has pick of the litter you know uh but he chose to and now peacemaker is a household name he just is good at creating characters that put on helmets and, <laughs> and, do, <laughs> and do stuff i guess uh but i i have full confidence you know when all this is said and done that this is going to end up being really really uh an interesting thing and when you consider how fast he wrote this you know he was yeah hell yeah and you know it's funny it's funny because now um it kind of gets me even more excited in a way for um for guardians uh-huh. um but that's a whole completely separate separate thing you know um because he, he at this point you've been around long enough when you know you know what the hell he can do given both sides yeah you know training wheels on or training wheels off you know and he also gets to see what the fans liked and what they didn't because it did feel in the beginning like it did feel like jokes a mile a minute and i didn't laugh at all of them it felt like mm-hmm. they were trying to figure out what the flow and of the comedy that they wanted to tell was and after a while you know if everyone is the comic relief then there is no comic relief right because uh-huh. then everyone is just a comedy <laughs> the show is just a comedy and i think officially they they settled for vigilante being comic relief other people saying funny things on occasion but he is the guy yeah yeah but yeah comes Vigil- in. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy who comes in after the fact um so i wanted to say about him this is a quote from james gunn yeah uh he came in late this is freddie stroma we had already shot five and a half episodes with another actor who was incredibly talented and we were on different pages about certain things and i don't think he wanted to continue on the series in the long run so we brought freddie in five and a half episodes already in and i reshot all of the scenes 
And you're the first person who asked me that question, which I'm surprised by. But yeah, we reshot. I directed all the scenes with Vigilante uh, in five and a half episodes. Shit. Imagine being so good as a replacement <laughs> that people are like, I think we're going to use you moving forward. I think we're going to erase everything we already got. And the thing is, I doubt they wrote him to be this until he they saw that he could be this. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I I talk about this all the time. I don't know how anyone could do some of these scenes with a straight face. Like, some of the things that he says, says I, don't know how you could, I don't know how you could do it with a straight face. Um, the there's gotta about be the, so much. The fish there's in gotta the be so much wasted tape. <laughs> oh, oh, and and you see, oh, what is it? Uh, if it walks like a duck, <laughs> and it oh my like god, a duck. dude, it's either a duck or it's a duck in a human suit or something. So freaking ridiculous. Um, that's about all I've got on the peacemaker. Well, you got anything? No, we covered all the bases. The the from. <clears throat> to the dad, to the janitor in the hospital. Is he a full hero in your eyes, or does he still kind of sit in anti-hero town? He is on the cusp. Yeah, getting closer. But yeah, uh, he's getting. He's definitely getting closer. Okay. Yeah, definitely getting I, closer. I would want to speculate. That's usually what we do, but I feel like there's it doesn't make any sense. I feel like with James Gunn, no matter what we think is going to happen, he's going to pull something else out of his ass and it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> so um, I just can't wait to see what his next uh, for, foray into this is going to be. But the next time we see him will be, I want to say the Guardians holiday special drops this year or next mm. year, then Guardians. Uh, and then he will be coming to DC full time, seemingly. They're going to give him, start giving him some monies to do some things. Nice. Yeah. And I, like, I'm almost certain that they approached him with something bigger before Suicide Squad. Like they want him to tackle something, you know, like maybe soups, maybe bats, something like that. And he was like, I'll just take the, that guy over there in the corner that no one's talking about. <laughs> and I think that's his best bet. I think while like they are, they have all their all-stars on the, on the court and all of them are fumbling. And then you have this unknown. <laughs> Who's doing alley-oops and fucking three-pointers and all this kind of stuff. And you're just like, okay, well, maybe we maybe we fucking, uh, what is it, scouted wrong. And I think that's totally what it is. You need to start going in this direction, DC. So hopefully you get there soon. Um, but yeah, that that would be our Peacemaker conversation for today. I hope everyone had a bunch of fun uh, sitting here and chatting with us. We're actually live. This is the first ever Peace. live facebook uh thing so i hope everybody enjoyed the show when we can do these live we will um these are ne- these ne- these recordings are never on the same day every week uh mm-hmm. the people that i record with have all kinds of responsibilities and so whenever we can sh- get an episode recorded and shot we try to but if it's on a time where people might be up and available and might want to see the conversation we'll try to consider doing this uh in the future yeah, live from my garage but the best part is every time we record one of these episodes, they all go up on comicbookclick.com, which is the one stop for everything comic book click. It's our merchandise, our podcast, a little bit about us. But most importantly, like I said, every episode of the Major Issues podcast, over 220 episodes in the bank. That's close to 400 hours of content. We're getting up there, bro. We're getting up there. We're covering all the latest and greatest things to talk 
about in comic books and comic book media. Uh, like our Batman review has been doing pretty good. Long Halloween we recovered two weeks ago. Next week we'll be covering some indie comics, uh, Stray Dogs and Primordial, which I will be getting into. Never heard of any of those things. Those things were um, re- uh, not requested. What's it called? Suggested by B Roke. And we'll be recording next week about those properties. And then we actually have to go back to the drawing board on the schedule. So we might be getting some surprising entries. Major scheduling. Not major scheduling uh, for the Major Issues podcast. But if you want to find out all that, what we're covering next, what we're going to be doing, just follow us all over social media. Facebook.com slash comic book click. Instagram at comic book click. Or you can use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic book and comic book media. We're all over uh, the Major Issues Podcast is available wherever podcasts are found. Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, TuneFind, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and iHeart. But most importantly, we're on Facebook. So if you are following our Facebook, our episodes of the podcast actually drop at facebook.com slash comic book click. But like I said, if you want it all in one shot, go to comicbookclick.com. That's where all of our stuff lives. Um if you're thinking about supporting us, there's three different things you can do. For free, you can consider uh, rating, rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't. I've been to the future where we become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. Everyone is wearing helmets that give them scabies. It's crazy, but I won't. I don't oh, want to no. tell you. I know it's crazy. I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you too. You know what? Keep saying. Keep 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 saying it. Alter the course of history. You want to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can alter the course of history by helping us get where we where I know we're gonna go by like I said rating and reviewing us on iTunes for free telling a friend about the podcast playing it in their car play our podcast in their car make them be like oh what is this I think I like these guys spread the word all of that you could do free of charge but also consider going to comicbookclick.com and hitting that shop CBC button. If you hit that, it'll take you to our T Public store where we got brand new designs for the Batman. And maybe we'll end up coming up with a, a vigilante time to rock t-shirt. Uh, I I can't wait. That's that just that's too good. To be <laughs> um, yeah. So consider buying a piece of merchandise from us. Not only do you get to go home with an exclusive design made by yours truly, but we get a kickback on everything purchased. So consider supporting us that way. But maybe you just want to give us money straight up. If you go to comicbookclick.com, you can hit that support CBC link and it will take you to our Patreon, patreon.com slash CBC clubhouse. We're currently uh, doing some YouTube videos where we're doing reactions to Superman and Lois and if you are a Patreon, not only do you get those episodes early, but you get the full unedited version. So all 45 minutes of the episode, you see me watch, scratch my nose, you know, cough, all that kind of stuff. Just the little things, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, YouTube only gets the edited 15 to 20 minute version, but all 45 minutes are for those who chip in. And you know how little it is to support us, bro? $3 a month. That's 10 cents a day. That's a dime in your couch or, you know, in your uh, seat cushions in your car. Go ahead and collect your all your pennies and give us $3 so we can go ahead and keep purchasing the hardware and the software that it takes to provide basically free of charge content year round. We haven't missed a single week of the Major Issues podcast. Knock on wood and vibranium. But, mm-hmm. uh, we enjoy doing what we do. Consider supporting us. Uh, it helps us so much and it really is just a pat on the back as we continue to try to provide more content uh, to let us know to keep going and we're doing the right thing 
So thank you for all those who've already supported. This thing has, I think we had like 4.9 stars out of five on, on iTunes with 14 reviews. Consider, like I said, just reviewing us on out, out there. It helps us so much. Our social media presence is growing. Our YouTube presence is growing. So get on the bandwagon before it becomes full. And uh, we will see you guys next week. But my name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. I am your cloud is Maximus, and I'm still thinking about watching Eternals. <laughs> and this <laughs> is our Peacemaker Season 1 recap and review. And remember, whether you're Ariana Grande or Drake, Brad Pitt or Payne Stewart or Doug the Pug, <laughs> Khloe Kardashian, the Red Tiger from Voltron, Fran Tarkenton, Joe Montana, Joe Montania, and Eddie Murphy, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, BTS, Eugene Levy, John Lovitz, Danny DeVito, Will Ferrell, Howard Stern, Baba Booey, Robin Ophelia, Quivers, Alice Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon Osbourne, Bill Cosby, Amy Winehouse, Optimus Prime, Shipwreck, Cobra Commando, or the fucking cunts from Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that no one is uh, unsavable. Remember anyone could be redeemed, but mostly remember that you, yes, you are worthy.